Thank you for tuning in to the fifth episode of World of Mixed Martial Arts. I am very happy to say that the World of Mixed Martial Arts has an official domain name. Pretty much you can type in www.worldofmixedmartialarts.com and it will take you to modeleon.podbean.com same exact thing so we got a domain now it's official I'd like to say thank you to everyone that participated in Name That Fighter entrance music game that I had on episode 4 I'd like to say congratulations to Benji Uh, thank you for participating you were the one with the only correct answer and the answer was Kazushi Sakuraba breaking news this just in Fedori Emelianenko confirmed to Shirtdog.com that he will fight Tim the Miak Sylvia on July 19th. The fight is scheduled for the American Airlines Arena in Dallas, which is the home of the HDNet fights. Fedor said that Sylvia is a good fighter, a strong fighter, the former UFC heavyweight champion, which is important. He said that he is looking forward to the fighting him and that he's been training hard for the fight. This is very interesting, and I hope to see a great matchup between the two gentlemen. Anderson the Spider Silva has been talking about a possible fight, or has been wanting a possible fight with Roy Jones Jr., and it's not a mixed martial arts fight, it's a boxing fight. Um, I talked about it in episode 4 a little bit, about how both of them were very, very interested in the possible matchup um, in the ring between the two of them. Um, Anderson Silva does have a boxing record, according to BoxingRecord.com. He's 1-1, one one. Um, whereas Roy Jones Jr., his boxing rec- record consists of 52 wins and 4 losses with 38 knockouts, although his fast, past 5 wins have come via decision. Now, there is only one hurdle with this um, this possible matchup between these two gentlemen, and that was the UFC. Dana White confirmed with Dave Meltzer that Anderson Silva will not be permitted to fight Roy Jones Jr. in a boxing match. From the UFC's perspective, denying Silva the opportunity to pursue a match with Jones is the right move. Even at 39, Roy Jones Jr. still has a decisive advantage in a boxing rules bout. With all that has been invested into Anderson Silva, to risk having him be beaten decisively in a high-profile match just doesn't, you know, benefit the UFC, and I can see exactly where they're coming from. I recently read an interview uh, from Chuck the Iceman Liddell, and he talked about Kimbo Slice. Uh, Chuck Liddell says that Kimbo Slice is not worthy of the high praise that he has lavished on him by many MMA fans. Uh, Kimbo Slice, his real name is Kevin Ferguson. He made his MMA debut last November. He fights in Elite XC and he fought uh, uh, Bo Contrell, beat him under uh, under 20 seconds. He then fought Tank Abbott in Elite XC Street Certified and he beat him under 45 seconds of the first round, which proves to be just above or just under a minute of actual fighting in mixed martial arts. This gentleman's already making half a million dollars uh, in, in, in fights. 
Uh, Liddell said that he wasn't impressed. He said when Kimbo fought Contrell, that was the third time that Contrell's been knocked out under 30 seconds. Uh, Chuck Liddell uh, goes on to say that Kimbo's one of those guys who doesn't have any ground game. He's training and he's learning, but he's been built up as such a big star, and that's the thing that bothers me. He makes uh, another couple of comments about him, saying that he hasn't really done anything, but all those people love him. And then Chuck Liddell joked, I could make some pretty interesting knockout videos myself. Let me walk outside and just punch people and knock them out. Hey you, come fight. <laughs> Ever since Elite XC and Tank Abbott were introduced to Kimbo Slice's right straight and left uppercut, many MMA veterans have been calling Kimbo Slice out in the media with their opinions on whether on Kimbo Slice's you know, opponents or his experience. Um, Kimbo Slice right now is putting butts in the seats and getting people and he's getting paid very very well for it. He's had two professional mixed martial arts, martial arts fights and he hasn't had more than a minute of MMA professional MMA experience yet his last fight with Tank Abbott he received um, you know almost half a million dollars in, in payout. These veterans that are calling Kimbo Slice out uh, in the media understand that a Fight, a potential high-profile fight with him would be huge and success in pay-per-view, um, you know, buyouts, and therefore they'd also receive large amounts of money. Congratulations to Clay Guida for his win at UFC Fight Night 13. Uh, his heavy hands from the mount gave him the win in the first round. I look forward to seeing many more exciting fights from you in 2008, and hopefully maybe a, a potential title shot. I'd also just like to welcome Keith Jardine to toughforums.com. On Friday, April 11th, Yama Pit is having an event. It's a new uh, organization that's starting up, and their first event is going to have two super fights. The super fights are going to include Butterbean versus Pat Smith. Pat Smith was in uh, UFC 1 and UFC 2. He was the runner-up in UFC 2. They're also going to have another super, super fight with uh, Mark Kerr versus Oleg Takterov. Oleg Takterov has had some of the most brutal knockouts done to him by Henzo Gracie and Gary Goodrich. Um, and it, the event is also going to include an eight-man tournament, which includes Rico Rodriguez, Travis Wolf, a gentleman by the name of George Bush, and we're not talking about the president, and then two other gentlemen that are international fighters that are going to be included are Alexi Olenek, who's from the Red Devil team and trains, trains with Fedor Emelianenko. And then Marcelo Pereira, who trains with Shootbox in, um, in Brazil. Now, Yama is going to have something a little bit different from the traditional cages that were all accommodated, been accommodated to in the past couple years. Yama, the cage on the outer ring by the um, actual cage or the cage and the mat touch. It's going to be raised than the actual inner part of the ring. It's going to be raised like an additional foot or it could be about 16 inches but it's very dramatic and it's going to require the fighters to fight and not stall and hold against the fence like that Tim Sylvia likes to produce which always produces boring fights and leading leads to the, the fans booing the fights. So that's going to be something interesting 
if it's going to actually work out that way, you know, I am actually really excited to see how the difference in level and the actual um, ground is going to play into effect in the, into an, a mixed martial arts fight. We are all aware of the UFC heavyweight champion, Hajigo Minotoro Nogira, but he has a twin brother. His twin brother's name is Hojiro Minotoro Nogira. He made his debut for the Canadian organization in February when he beat Todd Gutenberg by technical knockout in the second round. He is 13-3. and three. He is fighting out of Rio de Janeiro, and he says that his next fight was supposed to be in May, but there was a delay in the, um, there was enough, wasn't enough time to promote, so he, the date has been changed to July, and he has no idea who he's going to be fighting yet. Speaking of the Minotoro brothers, they just recently were hosts of Jungle Fight in Brazil. The first qualifier for the new Jungle Fight was a success in and out of the ring while the athletes sought to show their worth and guarantee their place on the domestic MMA scene. Many, many Brazilian fighting and entertainment in general uh, circulated. There was the samba singer Dudu Nobre and there was the volleyball ace Bernard. And then there was the, the Minotauro brothers who hosted the event. There was six fights and the fights were up close and personal. Um, this is a milestone for MMA in Rio de Janeiro and also for Brazil because they're reaching the top with the support and the ability. We've begun a new phase in the sport. And this event is just a preview of what's to come. If the qualifier is already a success, imagine what the real event has to offer. That's what the uh, comment commentator said, and the commentator was Waliji Ishmael. Waliji is actually a really good friend of of uh, Franco de Camargo, who is my Brazilian jiu-jitsu coach. Uh, Waliji also emphasized the importance of the next stage. He said that we have yet to define the date and location for the 8th edition, but everything lands leads me to believe it will take place in May. It was surprised the event's success in, in Rio de Janeiro. He said that he'd really like for the event and the jungle fight to take off here, um, but there's no time to lose, and next month they will have another battle. Another organization that has popped up in Brazil is Heroes of the Jungle. I guess there's something about the jungle that they really like in Brazil. Um, it took, they had an event. It took place on Saturday. Um, there was um, a lot of top um, teams that were there that showcased some of their fighters. Um, um, one of the fighters that was there was Ronnie Torres, and he guaranteed himself yet another win on his record by knocking out Shootbox representative Adriano Martinez in the second round. I'm really happy to see uh, MMA in Brazil start to gain some momentum to generate some more publicity. Um, I think that MMA around the world is is all in the same stage that you know it's just the beginning of what to, what is to come. On to some Japan news. Dream has um, come out with four fights that are going to be on their um, April 29th event at the end of this month. Dennis King is fighting Gagard Musasi, and it's a middleweight Grand Prix fight. Kazushi Sakuraba versus Andrews Nakahara. We're, I'm still unsure if this is a Grand Prix fight. Sakuraba says no. Sasahara says yes. The Japanese, the way they work, it's kind of unique. 
Tamora Kiyoshi versus Funaki Masakatsu is also going to be a middleweight Grand Prix fight. And then the Shinya Aoki versus Jay-Z Calvan, which is a lightweight Grand Prix fight, um, which ended in a no contest due to an illegal strike, is going to be also on that event. The, the, in, the interesting thing here is that whoever wins that fight has about 15 days to get ready for their second round fight, which is going to be very interesting especially if the fight goes the lit, the distance and you know we see some you know some open wounds or some injuries of any sort like that Sengoku has updated their roster for their upcoming fight they have Iji Mitsuka who's fighting Kwang He Lee Kwang He Lee is going to be the one that's going to probably win that fight Sataro Kiroeka versus Ian Shafa and then Yuki Sasaki versus George Santiago. And they also have some other fighters that are going to be fighting, but they haven't had any opponents yet. The names are Nakao Kiss Yoshihiro, Big Jim York, Roger Gracie or Roger Gracie, and Kevin the Kevin the Beast Randleman is also going to be on on site for that event. So that event's going to be a very exciting event it's, itself. Shuto is planning their 20th anniversary event and they've already um, confronted and signed Hayoto Mok Sakurai to fight in the event. Before the event happens, I'm going to have a special on Shuto and it's going to take place here on World of Mixed Martial Arts. To end the podcast, we're going to go out with a bang just the way we did last time. We're going to go out with this section called Name That Fighter. I'm going to have a song here basically a fighter entered to the song before one of his fights at one period of a time in his uh, fighting um, history to submit an answer to play along with this section of the podcast go to www.worldofmixedmartialarts.com and then under episode 5 you'll see a listing of possible options and then you can comment and choose on who you think entered this music. Oh.